the last good thing. Well, he was in that show with uh, Rob Lowe, uh, The Grinder. Uh, and there was like a lawyer show. He I guess a lot of gay shows, huh? I don't, a lot know of gay if, roles. I don't know if he was gay in that. And the joke was grinder. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, neat. <laughs> uh, love, <laughs> love making the cool jokes that get the laughs. Brunch. Hit it, boys. Wouldn't you know it? The future, the uh, future episode was so. What, what would we call that episode? A rec- an episode that was recorded in the past, yeah, and uh, came out a blast from the, the past. day it came out. Yeah. Uh, whatever that type of episode was, it was such a rousing success. People loved all of it. Uh, it was transcendent. It was transcendent that uh, we're doing it again because <laughs> I'm in Atlanta right now. Uh, I. Th- us doing something cool again which we usually do uh, i appreciated we got a couple tweets of people saying uh like holy smokes brunch did an episode where they recorded it before blah blah uh you guys tweet enough complimentary stuff that we are clearly fishing for that i think that we should just cut to the chase and if either of us need a compliment for us to retweet we should just go on ahead and say it on the podcast and ask people to tweet it because you guys are really good like when pete gave me the make dj wide again thing i didn't have to ask for it the all the comments started coming deej looking wide put the traps away brave dave (laughs) everything so we're just going to cut to the chase and to make sure that the gifts you give us are the best we will specifically ask you uh to tweet certain things so really what i'm asking is i don't know what do you think like tweets that say uh like brunch a brunch like started this podcast shit and now they're reinventing it with episodes <laughs> recorded before they come out just uh say that brunch is, no you know what we should do we should say uh brunch's patreon content is the best so that if a bunch of people tweet that they'll be intrigued and then we'll get more patreon people Yes, uh, we do. The the Patreon tweets have been picking up a little bit of late. So really pump the Patreon. Like every few days, just somebody should tweet, wow, today's Patreon episode was unbelievable. Today's Patreon content was incredible. Shouts out Jack Conti for creating <laughs> Patreon. Shouts out Listen to Brunch for perfecting Patreon. <laughs> yes, uh, the, the brunch... Uh, X Father John Misty collab on today's Patreon was unbelievable. Uh, speaking of tweets that are sent to us and Father John Misty collabs, uh, we don't yet. Maybe we will in the future. We just need to have a shirt that's either like a dark gray or a black, and in big white block letters says, "I wish my band had a seamstress." <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, we have a mist- we have a Misty shirt that's been in in the making. For the past couple of weeks, I told you my idea. What was it? Uh, I can't reveal that on the episode, but mm. um, it was... say it say it really softly for Patreon listeners. Don't okay, uh, it was um, uh, our Father, who art, it, whose art is heaven. Misty be thy name, or just like no, our his, Father, and then his face, who's, or oh, uh, really the silhouette good. of him behind a bunch of lights. Oh, that would remember be I told you really that. good. I was on the. Uh, I was on the Father John Misty Reddit, as I'm wont to do, and they were discussing uh, songs that that Father John Misty songs that people hate on, and I want to comment and be like, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> like people don't like that guy. Uh, when the do you see the Spotify muting option thing has become a thing? No, you're allowed to mute artists, so. If you so, for example, if you saw Surviving R. Kelly, which I haven't watched because I I know like it's problematic that I don't want to watch it because I don't want to know like that's terrible, bad, yeah, yeah, like like are you still gonna listen to R. Kelly? I have heard I'm a big separate the art from the artist guy, not necessarily because they deserve the benefit of the doubt, but because. If we stop listening or watching everything that involves bad people, oh man, we're gonna have nothing but Jack Antonoff. Just imagine it's dragons. Gonna, no, no, yeah, just imagine dragons and Jack Antonoff, and that's going to be terrible. So, uh, so yeah, I'm like, but a, like he's another level of bad, right? Yeah. He is. Like my my roommate watched it, and it was just like, I was like, is this still going? 
How many episodes do they have of this fucking shit? But it's not even like a. I, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I bet it's. It's just a. Uh, it, it's so long. I don't have the time to watch it. Meanwhile, I come home from work and knock <laughs> out a season of Friends from College, forwards and backwards, and then we'll talk about. Still that, have but. time for eight Firefest documentaries. <laughs> uh, I know that we've reached the point with the Firefest thing, uh, or at this point in the past, we've reached the point where. Uh, it's it's almost a joke now that like getting excited about the Firefest documentary is uh, is like a little old. No, I can still talk about those documentaries and reference them constantly because they are so unbelievable. You, I saw the only the only like response that I saw after our episode that we recorded was how hot you thought the guy in the Netflix one was, and I gotta say, man, I don't see it. Really, we disagree. We disagree rarely. Uh, I did not get it. Well, maybe I just had to like get his vibe on the documentary, but just pure visual. From he a is not a babe. He is such a babe. And uh, I actually had this kind of uncomfortable moment the other day. I was talking uh, with a friend about that documentary and I was like, well, how about that hot yoga guy? And she was like, the which one? The, the guy that looks like you? And I was like, what? And she was like, the, the yoga guy looked like you. Are you talking about the, the guy with like the long hair? And I was like, this is fucking weird. Wait, did you think he was hot? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that guy is a, a babe. No? Right. I, no. I, 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 got some, I got some confirmation there. I, I, saw, I have no idea what that guy's job was. have no idea any of the words that he said was just, just so couldn't he, get anything out of him. So he was probably running it. Just look right. Uh, his name was Billy McFarland. <laughs> his name was Ja something. I forget the last name. Did you watch either of those? Mister Rule. No, I haven't seen it. He. Uh, it's they're they're both great. I feel like I'm too late. Yeah, it's, I it's hate like, when that I, happens. I can't be like just saw the fire. Mm-hmm. Who wants to talk about it? Everybody's like, shut up. Saw it two weeks ago. Yeah, but you know what? Like, what? It, I mean, everyone did that with Hamilton. Like well, four months still later, they're with Hamilton. They're, st- they're still. Doing a, a Lin Manuel, <laughs> Lin Manuel Miranda to Lin Manuel Miranda. You know that he wrote the music for uh, one of the Disney movies. I learned that the other day. Yeah, Mary Poppins. Yes. No. Uh, yeah, did, yes. did he? Did he? Did he write <laughs> think, that? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I can't remember any of the songs from that movie like that already. Guy's, that guy's fishing for a for an Oscar because yeah. he's got to be pretty close to Egot. Yeah. No, he's is he? Yeah, because he's definitely got a Grammy. Definitely Emmy? got a Tony. He doesn't have a, an. He could get an Emmy for anybody. Uh, can get an Emmy, right? He, he'll he'll get uh, best. Uh, what's it called? Where uh, no, it's not a cameo. It's a uh, like a a small like three to four episode uh, web role. series. No, like where <laughs> you can get an Emmy for like a web series. Well, I remember the the, the like... guy who played William Hinks on uh, the Practice got an Emmy. It was for like. Uh, so like the a, a season's like twenty two episodes long, eleven episodes, something like that. Uh, he was on it for like a, a like four episodes. So he a was cameo, on it. basically. So, no, nah, like a cameo is like cameo. one or two scenes. Uh, cameo or like this, I forget what it's called, but there is an Emmy for like the the guy who's on like a, a little portion of the series. It's that specific. So yeah, he'll get one for Curb, I think. Really, you think so? Well, if they just give them out, <laughs> I, mean, I guess so. Uh, what yeah. else are they going to give Curb for that trash season? It wasn't. Hey, it was pretty. Bad. It, was it was trash. Was it was yeah. to say that you liked that season I is was to say ex- that you don't like Curb enough. Yeah, I know that's true. I mean, I, I just think that I was so excited about it coming back that I was like willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. But it was pretty bad. I haven't done. Uh, I I, wa- I rewatch Curb as often as people rewatch The Office, and I haven't done that in a little while. So. About to dip back in. But uh, it has reached the point with that show where it's like The Office where even if it's your favorite episode, you're like, God, I know every word of this. Yeah. This is... I'm such a fucking loser. Um, speaking of, of uh, us being great, which yes. we definitely talk about, uh, we predicted that the Oscar nominations would come out. We did? Yep. Well, shouts out to us. And we, didn't, we did that in the past, looking ahead to the future. So... Before the Oscar nominations even came out, we predicted they were going to come out. Well, that's so that's even predict. double impressive. Mm-hmm. Not only did we predict it, we predicted it before it happened. We predicted our prediction. We, we predicted 
That's another thing to tweet about. Say, uh, like, you can keep your predictions. I'll stick with Brunch, who predicts one things one. in all caps before they happen. <laughs> yeah. And we're we stick with it, Brunch because we're one for one on Oscar's predictions. We predicted that the prediction, we predicted that the nominees were coming out. Here's what you do. If you see anybody predict something on Twitter, quote tweet it with, uh, you can keep your predictions. Uh, I'll stick with Atlas and Brunch, who predicts things before they happen. Uh, yeah, so the predictions... It's get, like or, uh, in uh, Arrested Development when Job opens up a ri- rival banana stand uh, and it's uh, it says a banana stand that won't poison you. <laughs> uh, nominations came out. What are your uh, takeaways? Um, my takeaways were that uh, predictably um, What's It Called got screwed. A simple favor, but I knew that was going to happen. Like there were things like I knew the mid '90s wasn't going to get any love. I knew that uh, "Simple Favor" wasn't going to get any love. Uh, I was on vac- I was on vacation last week, uh, and everybody in my friend group said that they did not like "A Simple Favor," and it, I was outraged. I was like, "Are you kidding me? What didn't you like about that?" And they just I they also it just it was that it looked so amazing and no, they felt that it was over the top, and I was like, "Well, that's like the fucking point of the movie." Yeah. Uh, hold on. I actually, I have a, I have to, this is so lame. I have to search through my own tweets to uh, find what my takeaways were from the Oscars because I know that I tweeted. Uh, well, my obvious one is that uh, is n- no mention of Paddington whatsoever in the nominations. And so I, I, well, like, like, I go thing, over Would, would that have been animated? No, it, it so it, if, it, if it doesn't qualify for animated, it's not going to get anything. But here's here's my argument, and I I know that I go over the top with Paddington Love. I a hundred percent seriously believe that Hugh Grant deserved a Best Supporting Actor nomination over like two, one or two of the people that actually got nominated. Give me the Best uh, Supporting Actor. By the way, my big takeaway uh, was that uh, it was just that Blake Lively got screwed, and she like that. That I don't think. W- that I think we should be surprised. Like it's not so, like what, a simple favor is not going to get best picture no. noms, even even though it's more deserving of at least one of the movies that was nominated. But actress in a supporting role this year is pretty. Uh, it's pretty. Stacked. Well, here's you, like should we should we boycott the favorite? <laughs> what because how how they like sort of they they ruined two categories. So do you have the do you yeah. have them up here? Yeah. All right. So go to actress and uh, so, so actress. How did she? How did she, how did Olivia Coleman ruin actress in a leading role though? Because it shouldn't be Olivia Coleman. It should be Emma Stone. Emma Stone and Emma Stone shouldn't win it. Olivia Coleman, I would say, could win it. Sh- could win it over. Uh, I haven't seen. I, don't know. I thought I thought Emma Stone was better than uh, than Olivia Coleman. But I, I also think that really good that she might have been bet. I might think that she was better because she should be in leading actress. And it's easier for me if Emma Stone's there to not give it to her because she just got it. And yeah. uh, but I still think Melissa McCarthy should win. I think that Melissa McCarthy and uh, Glenn Close are tied for neck like the neck. next tier. I think that okay. I think that Coleman was better than both of them even though again like i don't think i think i think that she deserves best supporting actress so but because she was so good i still kind of want her to win but glenn close was really good uh the wife really good movie liked it a lot it definitely had its uh its weaknesses mainly just like my the, the my biggest issues with it were uh, performances. The girl who played young Glenn Close, uh, we're going to call her bootleg Jessica Roth because that's exactly who she was. Uh, she she had a couple of scenes where maybe I, I would have reshot them. And the husband was really good, but he had a couple of scenes where I was like, oh man, like were they, did they, was this like a Christmas Chronicles thing? <laughs> right, yeah, don't, don't you guys go to practice or anything? <laughs> there were just a couple of scenes where I'm like, oh, like, nah do that do that one again but glenn close was great and uh the movie it's i don't want to give anything away but don't because i haven't seen it yet don't watch any previews for it don't read anything about it because i brought it up to a friend i said i saw the wife and i really liked it and she was like oh is that the one about blah 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 blah?" and i was like oh fuck you don't now you can't even see the movie somebody ruined it for you really yeah 
Yeah, so I got to see The Wife, Green Book, and At Eternity's Gate, and then I'm done. I haven't seen... I got to see uh, At Eternity's Gate. I've got to see Roma. I'm going... I, I, I saw it on the plane uh, a couple days ago. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. And what else? Uh, I got to see um, The uh, Cold War. Okay. Yeah, I think I have to see that one too. Um, all right. So yeah, but yeah, like, so we're we're pretty much done. Yeah. Best supporting best supporting actor. Uh, I think that Hugh Grant deserves it over Sam Rockwell. Didn't I mean he? I didn't think that he was great. I think in the Vice. expendable one of the best supporting actor is uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. Yeah, that's my second one. Yeah. But I, I think that Sam Rockwell was fine. It was sort of the same situation as uh, Three Billboards last year. Like, I didn't need two of them in there. And I, and I could have done without, uh, without uh, what's his name? Uh, damn it. The guy who dies in Three Billboards. Uh, oh, uh, Woody Harrelson? Woody Harrelson, yeah. Yeah, I would say, um, yeah, Sam Elliott don't need... Sam Rockwell, I thought was good, but I think like what are we doing? It's a it's a com- like it's a comedy. We're giving best boring actor to a comedy, but Hugh Grant was kids movie slash comedy. comedy. So, but he was so but, over, like. But I, you don't think? Do you think he should? You don't think he should win? You no, think no, no. Should... But I think that he deserves a nom just because like no, that's I, as the good nom. of a villain as you can play in a kids movie and be like that over the top. And he was just like. It was so good. Yeah. Who are you going to replace him with in that movie that would have done as good a job? I'll tell you he what, did. he is a huge upgrade from Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And like yeah. Nicole, I, th- I think she Nicole Kidman's awesome. Yeah. But like he made that movie kind of because he was like the best villain ever. I'll tell you what, I I will be very happy with any of the other three. In Adam Driver, Mahershala Ali, and Richard E. Grant. I want Mahershala Ali to win, but I'll be happy if any of those three win, which means I fucking want... Sam Elliott's going to win. If yeah, Sam probably. Elliott w- if he wins, I'm going to be pissed. Sam Elliott winning would be for like two minutes. Bohemian Rhapsody level <laughs> upset for me. See, I want, I want, uh, I want Richard E. Grant. I'm going to root pretty hard for Richard E. Grant because, like, this is. I feel like this is like his shot, right? And Mahershala Ali, everybody knows that he's a fucking he's, amazing actor. He's going to get opportunities. He's probably going to get best. Well, he has. He has. Didn't he get it for uh, something else? Another. This isn't his first nomination, is it? For best supporting actor? Yeah. Uh, pos- I think that he was up for it uh, for Moonlight. Moonlight, right? Yeah, Even though, I so. like, I, I mean, I loved him, but I was like, same thing. Like, you, you, bro, you're in it for four minutes. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, like like him and but, but uh, my, my point is is that like he's going to get more Oscar noms. Oh yeah, so, and if he wants, and especially this category, if he wants to Octavia Spencer, this he yeah. can just sit in supporting actor heaven forever. But that's another one. Like it's tough to call him a supporting actor in Green. Oh, you haven't seen Green Book? I haven't seen Green Book, but it's I, it's probably fifty fifty. It is. It? It's fifty yeah. fifty, and he's great. Vigo's great. I get sent a new article every goddamn day about this movie uh, written by people who haven't seen the movie. <laughs> and I understand that if, I don't know, like it's similar to, to a lot of the reaction to Three Billboards. People are painting this as like a racial harmony movie where at the end you come away thinking, oh man, they solved racism. Good for that. The movie literally ends with a table full of racist people still being racist. There is no suggestion in this movie, and again, it's not a perfect movie, that they fix racism. They make one racist guy a little less racist than he was, but still, for sure racist. He punches a cop because the cop calls him, a white guy, the N-word. Yeah. Okay. Pretty racist right. move. <laughs> like, like, it, like, it hurts his soul that he was compared to a black person, so he assaults a police officer over it. That's how racist that guy stays. So... This movie does not suggest that racism is, is fixed. I will, at the very least, give it that. And also, people who want to throw, who want to trash this movie all the way, you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater because you're taking food out of Mahershala Ali's mouth, and he gave an awesome performance. He's going to be eaten uh, for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, uh, going to get back to Oscar noms very quickly, but first, I want to talk to you about life insurance. We know all about it. We're great. We're very smart. But if you don't, Life insurance can be one of those topics that is very difficult to understand, and certainly it's not comfortable buying if you don't know a lot about it. 
So if you need to know about life insurance, go to Policy Genius because whether you're an expert or a newbie, Policy Genius created a website that makes it easy for you to compare quotes, get advice, and get covered. It's the easy way to get life insurance. In minutes, you can compare quotes from top insurers and find the coverage that you need at a price you can afford. From there, just apply online, and the advisors at Policy Genius will help you handle all the red tape. They'll even negotiate your rate with the insurance company where you'll get no extra fees, no commission sales agents, just helpful advice and personalized service. It doesn't get better than that. And Policy Genius, if you need more than life insurance, they've got it. Whether you're shopping for disability insurance to protect your income, homeowner's insurance, auto insurance, they've got it all. They can help you get covered fast. It's very, 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 very easy. So no matter how much or how little you know about life insurance, you can find the right policy in minutes at policygenius.com. That's policygenius.com. Policy Genius, the easy way to compare and buy life insurance. Actress in a supporting role, it's a stacked category, but... It's Regina King is going to run away with it. I, I hope think. so. I think but, that she was unbelievable. But that piss, like that pisses me off. Like get Emma Stone in Rachel uh Weiss? with one with <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Let's just give her the name of the actress Rachel from uh, Roma instead. <laughs> Ra- Emma Stone so and confusing. Marina de Tavi what the hell is going on with this category? Dave Amy Tavia. Adams. All right. Get get Emma Stone and Amy Adams from The Favorite. You know who I want, who I think was a big snub in there? And I said it, I think I said it before. Well, Blake but Lively. You could say Blake Lively. I would say uh, Carrie Mulligan from Wildlife. I thought she was unbelievable in Wildlife. I haven't seen that. I know. I've heard it, though. You'd talk be talking about song. it. You'd be talking about it. <laughs> she got some wild, wild life. Um, haven't seen Roma, though. Yeah, so we've hit on some of the stronger categories, so let's for sure go to the weakest, which is uh, actor. Yeah. This is a down year for actor, dude. I mean, I, it, I feel like I haven't it seen Willem Dafoe, I feel but like he better it, knock my socks off. I know. I feel like it doesn't even matter, though, because, I, again, I just feel like Christian Bale is going to run away with it and for Vice. Uh, so I'm I'm cool with that, given how weak I think uh, the category is. Like when I saw when I saw Vice, I was like, "Yeah, he was he was good. He overdid it a little bit, but whatever." But as I look at everything else, I mean, Rami Malek, this is like he I he lost in how bad Bohemian Rhapsody is or was was that he wasn't very good. So definitely not him. Vigo was awesome. wouldn't Wouldn't hate him getting it. Bradley Cooper really good, but like. Nobody. So I say Vigo was awesome. It wasn't perfect. Like he, I didn't watch that, and I was like, "That's for sure best actor. Give it to him right now." I didn't get that feeling watching any of these guys. Hopefully, I get it watching Willem Dafoe. I got that feeling watching him as a supporting actor last year. Loved him in Florida Georgia Line. Really yes, yeah, that's what that movie was called. Um, I think that Christian Bale is one of the biggest runaways, but absolute biggest runaway for sure is. Uh, Roma and best foreign film because it's nominated for best picture and it's the only foreign <laughs> film movie in best picture. Oh, that's some good little math there. Yeah, so it's like if that's your best, if right. that's in best picture, it's if obviously. none of the other foreign yes. films are nominated for best picture, like, that's I, probably going to win. I hope that it doesn't win best foreign film just yeah. so that I can be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what odds can you get on the other foreign films? That would be smart. I bet you get some crazy odds. I still don't know how to bet, but you get some crazy <laughs> odds on the other movies. Is wait, is Cold War up for uh best foreign film? Is that a foreign film? I think so. Uh let me see. I don't think that it is cuz uh cinematography, foreign film, foreign film, foreign film. Ah, damn it. Yes, it yeah, is? it is. Yeah, Cold War is in there. So but- you know what? I'm about to bet on Cold War to win because there is a I'm I'm hearing a lot of buzz about Cold War mainly that I hadn't heard of the movie and then the nominees <laughs> came out and I've seen Cold War under best director cinematography all that junk but that's unfair the movie's in black and white so obviously it's going to get best cinematography <laughs> so is Roma though is it yeah ah so I've got yeah I I still hadn't seen it until I saw it two days before this episode came out great yeah uh yeah what else do I have for takeaways um. Oh, the the best animated film I think is like a real juggernaut. I'm gonna see all those. I haven't seen any of them. Uh, oh no, I've seen Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man was unbelievable. I 
Spider-Man versus Isle of Dogs versus Incredibles 2 is, I think, a real like three-headed beast. I wanted to see Isle of Dogs because uh, Wes Anderson does that stuff I like, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen it, man. I saw some people... I actually, I think, I think the Lights, Camera, Podcast guys said that they did not like Isle of Dogs. I watched it, and I usually agree with them. I watched it. I fucking yeah. loved it. Huh. Maybe I'll... Maybe I'll sneak one of those onto uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Being garbage. in that category is hilarious. Really, yeah. uh, the movie stunk. It wasn't good. No. Uh, uh, let's do the best picture. All right, because let's uh, let's see. So let's just go in order of what it has there. Uh, Black Panther falls under the "I'm very happy it was nominated" category. I'm surprised. Like I I I think that it's it's a really good movie and I highly enjoyed it, but. Again, those movies don't usually get best. Right. Yeah. Well, that's why picture. Like, I'm, I, it, it was a superhero movie that I was like, oh, I really like this and I would like to see this again. And I don't get that from superhero movies. So good for that movie. Uh, I will say, I don't think, let me, I'm not super hurt by these nominations other than uh, I mean Bohemian Rhapsody but we knew that was going to be nominated we were going to be mad about it anyway you're probably a little more hurt than I am am I correct that uh, can you ever forgive me yeah I thought that it should should have been oh I agree it it deserves I would give the wife a nomination over certainly Bohemian Rhapsody I would give can you ever forgive me a nomination I would give every movie I've seen over Bohemian Rhapsody but like legitimately I think that can you ever forgive me and the wife were like the quality of movie that's deserving of of best picture. But I have a now I have a, like a very easy. This is my pick. What it's the favorite. I think the yes. favorite is by far the best the best movie in that category. I ke- this is weird. I keep forgetting how much I loved the favorite. So I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, "So have you seen the Oscars movies?" And I was like, "Yeah, pretty much all of them." And he was like, "So like, what do you think?" And I was like, I just had no takes. I was like, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody sucks, blah, blah. What did I like? What did I, I was like, I really liked a movie. Uh, and I had to like look at my phone and be like, what are the... Nom- oh, The Favorite. The Favorite's like one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. Yes, yes that movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, easy I'm, choice. I'm for sure pulling for The Favorite. Last year, I was, uh, I was Team Phantom Thread. Where were you on Best Picture? I I want to get out, but I was like, oh yeah, but I was like Phantom Thread is yeah probably the best movie, but I personally I yeah. want to get out to win. Yeah, I was so I, last year was kind of a weird one because uh, uh, Shape of Water was like a movie that I really liked, and I didn't have a problem with it in in a vacuum. I didn't have a problem with it winning Best Picture. Everyone was so mad. Yeah, I, no, I, I liked that movie, and I, I would have picked it was like a lot of the other as as like the other options in that category. Yeah, it was like it was a little better than Three Billboards. It was. Yeah, I didn't like Three Billboards. We that was right. our biggest disagreement last year. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I would be okay with Black Klansman winning. I think I really be, liked Black Klansman. I think I would be okay with like a Star Is Born. Um, um, I'd be I I if if a Star Is Born won, Oops. I'd probably give it a uh, I'd probably give it a mm, lame, <laughs> but but it's it's not gonna piss you off. Like the right. only option in there that would piss me off, I think, is is Bohemian Rhapsody for sure. But I think I mean everybody loves Roma, but I just didn't get it. Really? Yeah. I was told that I have to see it in a theater. I'm gonna watch it on a plane instead. <laughs> so uh, there's no, but like there's still gonna be a lot of people in seats. Old That's people true. probably making noises. It's going to be a theater experience. And like the best thing that you can do in a movie theater is watch a movie. And the best thing that you can do on a plane is watch a movie. And when they come and ask uh, if I would like a snacks, I would say, ooh, uh, popcorn, popcorn, please. <laughs> and they'll say, yo, we where, have, do you fu- where do you think you we are? Have, <laughs> right. We have pretzels and popcorners. And I'd say, okay, popcorners, please. Close and then they give it to me. And I reach my hand to the bag, go... <laughs> crunch them all up so it's like a little it's like popcorn <laughs> all right uh so we'll do we're gonna do again we're gonna do more oscar stuff probably on the website yeah uh, we'll we've got put we've it got in writing big things planned for the oscars some of it could involve all y'all so keep your faces in the dirt i don't think that's a saying but uh all right let's talk about uh friends from college season two so here's something that i did like we we did not know friends from college was coming back yeah good Just pleasant surprise <laughs> of the month came out of nowhere uh, another surprise. I didn't realize that everybody fucking hated Friends from College. Yo, I did. 
I did not know that. I went. I was. I was so annoyed with it. I thought that really. I was so annoyed with people being annoyed. Oh, yeah, okay. I was so okay. annoyed with the reaction. Uh, Friends from College season one, I thought was good. Really, saw it was a no. It was it was funny, but it was drama. It was like it, yeah. it wasn't just like a laugh a minute. I mean, it starts with like hard infidelity. Yes. So it's like not a. It's not supposed to be the lightest, most fun thing in the world. No, and like I feel like everybody's complaint was that like all these all these characters are so unlikable, and it was just like, well, that's the fucking point. Well, so I was texting with uh, someone who started watching the show yesterday, and I said I like all the characters except for Teeth, and Teeth, <laughs> yeah, except for Teeth and Marianne. Marianne suffers from massive uh, early early new girl Winston syndrome or Phoebe, I think. Mm. Where, like she's well, just like, so they, they weird make her Phoebe, so far yeah. outside of like what everybody else is in yeah. the show. But like, the, I think like for the entire first season, they can't tell what they can't decide what they're going to do with her. Second season, they actually, yeah, like they they do kind of pick a lane for her. But um, I I know the characters are unlikable people, but I actually like all the characters. I think like Ethan is. Well, Obviously, he's a like he's a mess of a person. But I think that was like a lot of. I started reading up why people didn't like it mm-hmm. after season one, and like that was a criticism that I saw a few times was that like they the characters are very bad, uh, unlikable people. But like the creators of the show don't seem to recognize that, where it's like they try to make them likable to the viewer. Oh, I don't. Th- oh, God, is this like a? Like, are we are we three billboarding this I, I think, again? I think where it was like a lot of it was like a like, well, I wrote about. Are we? Yeah, are, like are, are we watching a guy who starts the show by cheating on his wife and is lying to everybody about how well his career is going? Are we when when he says a funny line? Are we acting like that's the show saying this is a good person? It's like you can be funny and a bad dude, right? Like, how dumb are people <laughs> that? Is is there any confusion out there when a bad when a character who is obviously bad does or says something either funny or even does the right thing that like our brains are like wait a sec oh he's good yeah very good very good. like you don't have God, to feel people. guilty about liking like, like a laughing thing. at something that a bad person does man so. people like I mean I know that we're trying to make the world a better place and everything but we're making ourselves a lot dumber if we're saying that we're watching a guy who's cheating on his wife and later tells a joke if we're saying uh, that was pretty confusing for me when he said the <laughs> funny thing I was pretty sure he was a good person and now here's my take on why the show creators tricked me <laughs> <laughs> uh, so did you watch you watch season two no I didn't like season one I thought the characters were too unlikable <laughs> So, what did you think? Better or worse in season two? Uh, much better. Really? Yeah, I really liked season two. I I liked it. I thought that it was. Um, I thought I think that there was a little bit of fat that could have been cut from season two, and I felt like more strongly about that than in season one. I think that season two saw one character and actor take off to the skies for me. Was it Fred Savage? Fred Savage was so good. great so good. in season two. He, his scene with the Geek Squad guy was like so one of the best scenes ever. He, I just feel like Fred Savage is uh, he's young. Um, uh, was it uh, Kyle Chandler? Yeah, he's always sweaty in that show. We, I just thought of a great idea for a Twitter account that. We should make. I'm gonna tell Which to I'm you, 100. We're not at, gonna make. You, it's, that's not happening. Uh, well, we would need somebody to run it and be in charge of it, but we would get all the profits off it. Uh, I would get most of the profits off it. It was my idea, but it was on our podcast. So, thinking like 90 10. Yeah, great. Sounds like uh, a deal. The person who runs it uh, gets a lot of good experience. Yes, uh, exposure bucks. A lot of exposure, but they're just dripping with. It. He's gonna <laughs> get follower bucks. Uh, from the account he's running, but not his own account, mm-hmm. his or her own account. I say his because I'm like, we're just going to make poor Ryan do it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it's a good idea. I'm going to write down on my phone as you talk. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, I thought that uh, the season, the dynamic in season two was so much different than it was in season one, at least in my mind. Because season one was all about like establishing why the, these people like each other when they're clearly just the worst most toxic presences in each other's lives and then but they were like having a good time they were still able to have a good time they were friends from college you yeah. could see why like they have a blast when they hang out 
but they're also like killing each other slowly. Well, and that's a real thing. Like when you get reunited with all of your, especially especially college, like your college friends, because you've you've had every experience and (laughs) an argument and everything and fight and reconciliation. I was like, like time was and time again to, with these people. It was great to see these people, but I probably should not be a regular presence in their lives because right. I will die. Right. Uh, you'll like, kill them you'll, or they'll kill you. All your memories and the entire basis of your relationship is just based on the most unhealthy, ridiculous <laughs> point yeah. in your life. Uh, when and, you haven't figured out life yet, but are positive you have. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then season two of the show is them all realizing like that they are very terrible for each other very well put and like they are killing each other and they're all every character is more like cynical and miserable than they were in season one yeah uh word i like that (laughs) except for uh except for billy who's oh well billy eichner speaking of uh winston syndrome they had that a little bit with him in season one but it was really only in the first episode, and I forgive that because it takes a few episodes and even a season to figure stuff out with characters and the show. His first episode, the first episode, uh, Billy Eichner's character was actually funny, and then over a few over time, yeah, they're like, "We need to make this guy the straight man," and that's what he is in season but, two. But like, he was funny because he was the only straight man, and yeah. also the fact that Billy Eichner was the straight, uh, the, the straight, straight man, yeah, like the straight calm yeah. person. In the show, when he's he used plays. to being hysterical, <laughs> yes. yeah, uh, I thought that was hilarious. But like in in season two, everybody else is more miserable around him, and he's like seems to be more well adjusted to the group, uh, or yeah. adjusted to the group. Well, where that makes it less funny, but like he, that's his role. Well, he is kind of what uh, Sam's husband is in season one, which is like you sit around it, you tolerate it, you roll your but eyes, you and you know, it. like. I hate being around this and I hate these people. But that's a that's a thing that happens where like you're around a group and you just know like I'm going to pick my battles here which is to say I will not even participate yeah. at all. But and I think that it, like Billy Eichner is so good at pretending to be like a miserable yeah. angry person that I kind of miss that I kind of dislike <laughs> or it bums me out that they tone that down because everybody else around him has realized that they suck. I love his scene at uh, the wedding where the photographer is taking pictures of them like straightening each other's ties and everything and they're just and like he's bickering. telling him yeah and he's telling him that uh, he had made the push for Ethan to make him the co-author oh, yeah. and then eventual author of that book and Fred Savage is having like a meltdown. Billy Eichner Felix thinks that He's like husband of the year, and the photographer is so fucking annoying. <laughs> He's like so I'm dedicated not here. to I'm his not job. Here. And Brett Savage is like, you're you you're not be more. You're here. very here right now. You're so here. I like. Let's talk about Fred Savage more because one of my notes. I didn't even know if we were going to talk about friends from college in this episode. Uh, and one of my notes for this episode was like, gotta talk about how Fred Savage has just reinvented himself we haven't seen him really do anything since i watched the show uh working that he was on it was yeah make that face because he <laughs> was, that was not a show the last the last good thing well he was in that show with uh rob Lowe, uh the grinder uh and it was like a lawyer show he i guess a lot of gay shows huh I don't, a lot know of gay if, roles. I don't know if he was gay in that. And the joke was grinder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, neat. <laughs> uh, love, but, <laughs> lo- love making the cool jokes that get the laughs. Uh, yeah. So I guess that show was on for one season and people liked it, but it still got canceled. Uh, Probably because it was on Fox. Yeah. I So I watched The Wonder Years when I was a kid. And uh, when I finished The Wonder Years, I binged The Wonder Years over like six years when it was on Nick at Night, because that's how you binge shows back <laughs> yeah, in the day. And when I finished binging it, uh, my mom was like, you know, Fred Savage uh, is on a TV show, and I think that she liked it, so we would watch it. And I don't think I ever asked whether or not this was a good show. If I were to go back in time, maybe it was bad. Maybe we can go find uh, Workin' and binge it. Winnie Cooper was on one episode. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he had, but like since then, he, I don't know, like he had some involvement with Sonny, but I don't well, know what we- it was. It felt weird that he was in the show because everybody in this show was like pretty relevant. More, yeah, more like 
relevant now. I don't know. Is Teeth like a grandma's boy guy? Is that what he's from? No, is I he think one of those? He, no, I think that he just plays like supporting roles where he is just like where he just has goofy. like weird teeth the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So you you texted me. You were like, this, "There's nothing more about this show that bothers me uh, than the fact that well, like, people this act is, like he's hot shit." Well, th- so this is you guys and very much know my theory. Completely on, goes against everything that you stand for. Yes. Yeah, so my theory involving. Um, relationships i get not necessarily relationships but like uh people getting with other people when people say that like somebody outkicked their coverage exactly i do not believe in that anybody can get anybody for all we know like i and i i get annoyed when people are like "Ooh, that girl's way too out for that guy or that guy or like oh man what's that guy doing with that girl it's like they they probably have some chemistry they probably and they like, like each other, other. Yeah. yeah like i i don't know like uh so <laughs> I, haven't I figured out the love thing yet but i i assume that they right. like each other i do yeah so i don't i i always get annoyed by that because i just think it's like really shallow and service level but in the case of this guy i'm like no one's looking at that and I is like and Ooh, I baby <laughs> and i cannot believe that that's where you draw the line in the sand like you must have like a really strong feeling about like a teeth. I must, yeah. Like guy. I'm like a teethist or yeah. something. Uh, because one, I, don't know, I, best th- I think that guy's pretty funny and he seems like a really good time. Hmm. Uh, two, he's like a he's super rich. It's so he it's probably wealth. It's probably his character that he's he doesn't do anything and he has this like bravado that I'm like, dude. Where's that coming? Like, if that's coming just from money, then you you don't have a soul. Like, you don't have a real thing in you, you know? But he doesn't, like... He, I, it, his character doesn't really, like, embrace the wealth. Like, I don't... He doesn't know. pretend well, like, like he's Well, by shit. not working, he's, he's embracing the <laughs> yeah, wealth. But I don't... I mean, like, he's not uh, Sarah Chalk's character, who is, yeah. like, this is what I'm all about. Like, I was born yeah. into this. This is my environment. And that was, like, the whole dynamic of their relationship in season two, was that they, like are cut from the same cloth yeah. but they just do not see like yeah. the same like lifestyle. Here's a question, is there ever not time for a Sarah Chalk character? I mean, I was not expecting it at all. But you're just so happy when you yeah, see her was, in a show. And also, it's just somehow has ramped it up like the hotness. She is an absolute fox. Oh she's yeah, no, be, like, she's in always her 40s. Yeah, she's yeah, she's on but she's like she's gotten better with age. She's got the like the John Ham jeans. She's which huge dick. Uh, yes. <laughs> no, I th- so I think like in Scrubs I was like, yeah, she's like the cute ditzy goofy character. Yeah. But she has become like a stone Which by the fox. way, <laughs> always fun when you're watching hospital shows and there's a ditzy character <laughs> and you're like oh who, who does that person scrub- play a doctor oh cool and then you go into a show like scrubs and there's like seven of them it's well yeah they're all ditzy characters <laughs> yeah. yeah it's when you say like oh she's like the ditzy one i'm like Mm-mm. she was the over she's the top well i can't even say that they're all over the top goofy but like they they took some time in figuring out what they were gonna make her in scrubs yeah and by the end like w- i think that they really figured her out once they made the uh i told you so dance like do you remember that no i told you so i told you so i, I, I told you so uh, i don't told. remember that i need to go back and it's like scrubs. she's just like really cocky and is like all these people he- like I- i'm a little bit of a mess but everyone here is a mess so i'm gonna go beat them yeah maybe that was her maybe it took her that long to figure out because at the beginning of scrubs she was like if a you're hanging out with jd and yeah. can't tell that like you've got more to offer <laughs> than your surroundings then maybe she is the ditzy. she was extra ditzy yeah. Which- uh yeah so i mean i i think that like i get the nick character in in mm. that show What's, so I, is that teeth yeah teeth mm. sorry i'll just refer to him as teeth uh Overall feeling about season two, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. This remains the most bingeable show yeah. of all time. Yeah, uh, flew through it. There, I just think that I can't understand how somebody could watch that show and be like, "This is so bad that I'm not going to watch it again." Yeah, because there was there were definitely. I'm watching it again right there, now. There were peaks and valleys, uh-huh. uh, for sure. There was a lot of there's. Somebody said it replied to me on Twitter and was like, I've never watched a show where there are moments where I've laughed so hard and also cringed so hard within oh, yeah. the same episode. And I think that's a really good way to put it. It's definitely not a perfect show. It's not a great show. It's a very good show that has great moments that 
make it worth watching. Well, whoever created whoever created the show or whatever, I remarked as season two is going on, they wove a pretty impressive mess, like in which all of the characters were involved without it seeming forced. Like, no, I know. And like so, just between like the the relationships and like the pregnancies yeah. and the shouts out my guy uh, who, if you're a Boston person, uh, looks like Rich Keefe uh, that was dating uh, Kobe oh, Smolders. Yeah, who Kobe Smolders, by the way, was unbelievable. She, I too. was texting my friend who was watching it. Uh, like she is always painfully pretty yes she yeah. is just such an incredibly pretty person and i maybe have said this about her before uh julianne moore you know like she wears a dress better than anybody kobe smolders wears jeans better than anybody she, well, she, I, she, I, she wore a lot of sun uh, sundresses i think in this season well she, i mean dresses. she's gorgeous no matter yeah. no matter what she wears she was great um yeah no i i agree but that so, that, like, that character the soccer guy uh great the punching's hilarious but when she, I don't know, you mentioned it. this show has like a lot of laugh out loud moments when yeah. she tells him that uh, after they played soccer and they all thought that uh, she did a handball and she storms off and she calls them assholes. When she apologizes to him, she also admits that she cheated on him and she says, I cheated. cheated. And he goes, thank you. Such a handball <laughs> and walks away. <laughs> that was so funny. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, so the there were like twists in this season that I did not see coming, and I feel like so many shows. I thought this is a well done season. Yeah, like you said it's not great. I would agree, but like, it's it's not it's it is of quality. Like you know, yeah. It, yeah. it's it's quality, and so like they they ended this season with a oh, is it a cliffhanger? I guess it's a cliffhanger. It's sort of the same thing that they did in season one, where it was like Sam right, looked like was, trash with that baguette. By the way, her like French get up, yeah, and she she like she dresses very uh, rich. rich, yeah, yeah, and like I like a lot of those outfits, like the like I wish I could. She's she looks like Father John Misty in his white suit. The uh, the woman version of that. <laughs> She's always like dressed in like white stuff that falls on her very nicely. But at the end, she's like wearing the, the like all this French Typical stuff, French holding the baguette. I'm like, a maybe some cultural appropriation <laughs> in play. Why don't you knock that off? Also, well, bad people go back to right. True. Uh, so at the end of season one, I was intrigued to see like what was going to happen. In season two, just because, I mean, if they didn't make a season two, we wasted our fucking time with season yeah. one. Because the entirety of season one was building up to that finale. Yeah. I didn't feel that way with season two. Like, it just didn't feel like this is building to something, this is building to something, this is building to something. And that's because they didn't, like, uh, telegraph it. It just all of a sudden happened hmm. out of nowhere where they all that shit was, like, weaved back into each other. And I thought that was great. And now I'm very, very excited for a season three. So it better fucking happen. Do you want to do a uh, which character from Friends from College test? Are you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, pick one meal. Uh, macaroni and cheese. Salad with some sort of protein. Breakfast for dinner. Or a sandwich. Uh, a sandwich. Okay. Uh, pick one date night. Bowling and pizza. Drinks and pizza. Um, uh, romantic walk and pizza. And uh, make your own pizza. Uh, bowling and pizza. Gross. I don't like that as a date night. It's, because, it's, like, just like, it's really I know that gross you. I, to think of mixing Exactly. Those and people are like, you just wash your hands. I'm like, not, I don't, okay? <laughs> I don't. And I'll it's a. The, but you eat the pizza. I'll eat the pizza first and then bowl. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, I pick one. Vac- okay, go ahead. Uh, how fucked up? Are yeah, your we teeth? can. We can take turns <laughs> okay. asking each other. How fucked up are your teeth? Are they really fucked up, or are they just mildly fucked up, or are they super fucked up? Uh, option D. You have to look, but then you'll be like, oh, I mean, "Yeah, they're a little fucked up." Yeah. So that one. Okay. Uh, pick so a Nick. You're not Nick. Pick a song. <laughs> All right, so the, the process of elimination has begun. Uh, pick a song. Uh, th- uh, 
that's from Friends of College. The one that goes, This place is on fire with passionate love. The neighbors complain. But I forget what that song is. It's from it's the from 90s. American Pie. It's also in, yeah, it's in every movie that she like. She only comes when right. she's on top. I think it's called On Top. Probably. Yeah. Well, good I think, for, is it, wait, is it This Bed is on Fire? That that's that's the first lyrics. Yeah. I forget what, but that that's like a newish song. Actually, no, it's, it's from the not. yeah. Well, it's from the nineties. I'm saying okay, that's it's not. not but it, you know, I mean, it sounds like it's like you, you assume it's like a Neil Diamond song or something she like that. She's so pretty. Yeah. Uh, all right. What Nailed do you it. think that song is called? Love on top, on top. Uh, she only comes, uh, and that she only comes in parentheses when she's on top. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, option E, uh, this bed is on fire. Pick a group activity. Uh, organized soccer mm-hmm. could be mm-hmm. uh, t- uh, inviting people to your swanky Connecticut house. Firing fireworks in your expansive, yep. uh, expensive kitchen. Yep. Expansive. Uh, writing a book with friends or make your own pizza. Make your own pizza. Hell yeah. Make your own pizza. Uh, how many more questions should I ask? <laughs> One more. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm very excited for this. Uh, let's see. Uh, pick a drink. Beer. Whiskey. Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, water. Uh, beer. Okay. Uh oh, you're Marianne. <laughs> uh, Couldn't figure one, out which one which one you are, so we gave you Marianne. <laughs> one last question. Okay. Uh, how quickly do you have sex? Oh, is it uh, under three? This seconds? would have to. This would be a guess. Or, but or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, option number one, I don't. Mm. Option number Word. two. Under three seconds while standing up in a storage closet. Oh, I, I was wondering. I was like, what's that getting at? That's, I forgot how quickly <laughs> the best that... The scene of the, of the season. Yeah, I texted you in all caps uh, yeah, like about this that. In- incredible. It's an absolutely incredible yeah. scene. Yeah, how did I forget about that? That's know. so funny. Uh, there were like a few completely laugh out loud moments of, of, of this season. And that uh, that one was probably on top. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, being sad when Nick was being sad on rollerblades, just like the juxtaposition yeah, when he's of, watching the kid, yeah. <laughs> the juxtaposition of somebody being fucking sad, yeah. or like depressed yeah. while rollerblading, yeah. it was so fucking funny to me. Uh, <laughs> Marianne's boyfriend dying. Oh, and, that was great, and like just like the subsequent funeral. Yeah, and Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> yeah, and then the heart attack or the fake heart attack. Who has the fake heart attack? Uh, the rich woman's husband. Oh yeah, he, he gets pushed down or like he, oh, right. he falls down the stairs. So he's a typical like, ooh, this character's an unlikable person, but that's a good character. Yeah. He's, he's such a dick. So over the top, like obnoxious. And then I'm so I'm rewatching it and when he was bleeding through his suit pants at the funeral oh! at the wedding, yeah. I was laughing so hard. He's like, oh, oh no, it's fine, it happens. Oh, that's so and then where else are they where someone's bleeding from their head? Is that something else that I was watching? I probably, I don't know. Someone's bleeding from their head. Oh, it was uh, Marion's boyfriend when he fell off the skyscraper. Yeah, he died.